Today on Deep Left, we talk about teams struggling after the All-Star break. Plus, Jason breaks down how to approach betting on teams that may be tanking. All that and more. It's a great show. Let's get to it. It's time to go Deep Left. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. Hello, everyone, and welcome on into Deep Left, an unabated baseball podcast. I'm Thomas Violin. Joining me, as always, Spreadopedia himself, professional sports better Jason Weingarten. Jason, I am back in the friendly confines of what is being set up to be my new office here. I had a move, then a vacation, and it has been a very weird feeling coming home to a house that I had spent a total of one night in before I left. How are you doing today, my friend? Pretty good. Had a good weekend. You were on vacation. Yeah, it was a fantastic time. Absolutely no complaints. And this week we've got Bet Bash. It just keeps getting even more exciting here. Yeah, I uh, had an all right weekend. I, I won a, a challenge tour bet. The the lower tier Euro tour. Alex Fitzpatrick was like twenty to one. I just took a shot on him. He'd played pretty well in the British Open. And then uh, I watched. I actually watched a decent amount of the live this weekend um because the way things work with me like if i have a big bet on something like if i have a guy in contention you know i'll watch whatever you know i'll watch any sport <clears throat> and i happened i had matt wolf and uh, david puig or i guess the the actual pronunciation is david puig or puig, puig or what i don't fucking know <laughs> um they're both 101 they're in the lead after the the final round or after the, the, the second round going into the third final mm -hmm. round live only those three and it was like all right cool whatever and there were a couple guys behind him one of them was bryson DeChambeau. so i wasn't like really you know it's not like one of those situations where you're like oh i'm, I'm gonna win 100 to one you're more just like oh i got these guys in the lead and bryson DeChambeau's one shot back and he looked really good on saturday yeah <clears throat> came out sunday and shot a 58 um not even upset about it. I mean, like, it'd be more upsetting if you lose by one shot, you know? Or, like, you, you know, Russell Henley, I saw he fucked up down the stretch in, in the Wyndham and, like, bogeyed the final two or three holes. Like, I'd be more upset if I had had that than, you know, going out and seeing Bryson shoot a 58. Like, you could tell from the first shot, like, he gets closest to the hole. Uh, I think it was, like, a par three to open. And just, obviously, he was dialed in. Like, I didn't think he was going to shoot a 58, but... You know, can't even be upset about that. So <clears throat> I was really close, but not really. You know, that's sometimes it, you look like something was close, but it, it was not ever really close. No one was going to be Bryson. So bummer for me, but yeah, everything else was fine. Can't complain too much. Yeah. And we'll be seeing each other this week. Uh, we Like we said, Bet Bash is here. You're going to be heading out. Anyone who's listening to this and is on their way to Bet Bash, looking forward to meeting up with some of you as well. But even if you're not going to Bet Bash, you're still here. We're still having a good time, and you can have a great time by heading on over to unabated.com. Take advantage of all the fantastic tools that we have for you. We just launched a cornucopia of college football betting tools to help you get the edge this CFB season. I'm excited for it. There's so much great stuff coming down the pipe right now. It is a fantastic time to get your trial on at unabated.com sign up for a trial today and of course head on into our discord as well using the link in the description of this video slash podcast get access to one of the best communities in betting tons of friendly people all looking to get sharper all looking to help other people be sharper 
you can't beat it, my friend. But for now, it's time for us to get into some baseball here. Castellanos did home run, yes, uh, hit a home run yesterday. Got me a little worried about the news, but so far things have been so good here. What have you had your eye on this week since we last spoke over the weekend? Oh, a uh, big thing, obviously, the Angels. I don't think of a one since yeah. we've uh, talked about their their problems and you know it's it's not for for not not that they're doing all they they can you know they're they're clearly clearly trying but trying is not good enough and, you, know, you know i think they should probably just trade otani don't you i mean <laughs> hindsight I, I think have engaged the market they probably didn't get anything that they deemed acceptable um i get it they're just there was no there's no good way to deal with this situation. And they yeah. went out and like Giolito, totally an acceptable addition, but I think it kind of sucks. Like this happens in fantasy, fantasy baseball a lot where you, you make the first move on a trade and then the team you're competing against makes another move. And you're like, well, shit, I wanted that guy. Like, you know, could they have gotten Scherzer? Could they have gotten Verlander? Could they have gotten Verlander and Scherzer? Again, guessing they didn't have the the ammunition to make those deals work. It's not like they didn't go through all the 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 things I just went through. It just doesn't work out sometimes, and they're losing ground at a rapid pace. They're they're just I, I don't see them as a contender. But it's the thing is they can always they can always put together a monster week, but they have to do it, you know. Yeah. And at this point, they've shown you who they are and. I, I bet against them today if this gets out early enough. I laid 115 with with the Giants tonight. Logan Webb against uh, Patrick Sandoval. I mean, they've lost. They lost the last two games. Or did they get? They, no, I'm sorry. They got swept. It was a sweep against the Mariners. Um, now they're playing San Francisco. I just, you know, you're not giving me much of a reason to bet on this team right now. Yeah, I mean, what what else can you do? This is going to be the ultimate tungsten Armo Doyle season when. He sets the home record, home run record, wins MVP, and they miss the playoffs. He's he's starting to fade a little bit to that sixty three or whatever number yeah. he needs to get. It's it's getting a little farther out of reach. He's at like forty or something right now. Would would really have to turn it on turbo mode to get there. And again, it's Otani, so he could, but but not counting on it. Should still put up some pretty respectable numbers. And obviously, the MVP is essentially spoken for. Yeah, at this point, he could even sit out the rest of the season and he's going to be fine. But there are some markets that have been moving around. I know Rookie of the Year has a new interesting little wrinkle. Obviously not the Corbin Carroll side. Yeah, uh, Josh Jung, Josh Young. I'm never going to say Young when I see the Jung. Um, I'm always thinking like Carl Jung, whatever. Um, Anyway, yeah, he... uh, fractured his thumb yesterday really unfortunate um for him not so much for me uh he was my main threat to Gunnar henderson uh masahiro yoshida also in the picture and so is his teammate tristan casas the thing with uh yoshida i actually i was thinking yoshida was like 27 or 28 and someone pointed out to me this morning he's actually 30 um not that that really matters but like Gunnar henderson being 22 uh Orioles currently tied most wins in baseball with the Braves. It's like, what, what am I missing here? I saw he was minus one nineties, minus two ten now on FanDuel this morning. Like, we're not going to give it to him because he played poorly in April and May. I don't think that's a, a good reason to not vote for somebody for rookie of the year, especially 
you know, when he's, he's become an impact player on the team tied for the most wins in baseball, it's hard, hard for me to see making a case for young, uh, Casas or, uh, what's his name? Yoshida. I always want to call Yoshida Tanaka for some reason, but it's Yoshida, <laughs> Masa, Masahiro Yoshida. I always, I always go the other way. I mess up Shohei Otani because I, there, there's a guy who's high up at PlayStation named Shuhei Yoshida, and I always just connect those instead because I am a dork. But let's talk about some of these other teams as well. We had those wrinkles in the futures market, but what about some teams other than the Angels that we're keeping an eye on right now? Well, the Marlins, just want to point out how shitty the Marlins have been playing uh, five wins since the All-Star break to go with what's that six seven eight nine ten sixteen losses that's so that's five less and, than ideal yeah five and sixteen since the all-star break not great uh three game series on the road against the reds tonight they brought back yuri perez they'd been uh, trying to limit his innings give him some time off um in the middle of the season but now they go they play cincinnati on the road they got the yankees not really you know, Yankee team going anywhere. So all of a sudden that's not a huge deal, but you do have to face Garrett Cole. So um, not, you know, necessarily a, a, a advantageous series there at least. Um, then they play Houston, they play the Astros, Dodgers, and the Padres. So five and 16 um, with all pretty decent to very good teams coming up the next two weeks. Marlins are currently 58 and 55. Would not surprise me if uh, by the end of this Padres series, which is Wednesday, August 23rd, about two weeks from now, would not surprise me if two weeks from now they are uh, under 500. Still not really uh, expecting to hit the uh, to hit the the win total. Yeah, I was gonna 50- say, what has this done to your calculations there? And it's getting better. I mean, like, it's still not there it's not close but we're, we're looking at like under 76 and they're at 58 so um was that 18 got eight, 18 they can win 18 they can win yeah eight 19 you lose on 19 i think um still win if they they win less than 18 games it's gonna be tough and then obviously you know you got got what's the seven games versus the nationals six games versus the mets and three games versus the pirates so some winnable games there but yeah. like the rest of their their uh schedule besides the teams i mentioned got rays dodgers again padres seven games versus the brewers braves like it's it's gonna be close you know it wouldn't surprise me if again two three weeks from now we're having the same conversation, but instead of 18 games, we're like, oh, they got nine games or whatever left. And, you know, kind of going through the rotation and wondering when they're going to shut down Yuri Prez and everything. So, um, I mean, I'll pay attention to it, but not expecting much. It's, you know, I think the one run, uh, the one run wins early are going to be what kills us here. Yeah, that that it's just tough sometimes that when something like that happens. But of course, it's getting interesting down the stretch as they start regressing towards the mean. There, hopefully, they're out of those one-run games right now. Yeah, hopefully they uh, they keep winning uh, five out of every twenty games or so. That would uh, that'd be helpful. Would, yeah, that would, that would be really helpful. Probably pretty if they if they keep 
going five and 16 the rest of the season, every 21 games or whatever, I think, uh, I think it'll get us close at least. Got to check, but, but it would get us pretty close. Might it's even be, need to do a little worse than that. It's going to be a fun sweat to end the season, I think, but at, at least you're not as dead in the water as you thought you were originally. Yeah, that's all I can hope for at this point. Yeah, definitely. The The Mets are another team. I mean, it's not like we didn't expect this. We expected this when they started the season with the Mets, but also after the sales at the deadline, this is what you expect from this team here. They're, they're packing it in for the year. Well, there's, there's different types of tanking in baseball. Um, and we've seen a change now with the, the implementation of the draft based, you know, you get your draft pick based on order of finish or reverse order of finish. So the, the Mets at this point have an incentive to, to lose games. Um, you're never going to see a team actively try to lose. You know, there's a line that you just don't cross and managers aren't going to just, you know, you're, you're never going to find a manager that's going to just be like, yeah, sure. I'm going to go out there and lose, but there are ways to kind of influence losing, you know, putting players in disadvantageous positions, giving, you know, turning the game over to relievers and saying, here you go and figure this shit out. And, you know, and then you're surprised why your crappy middle relievers blow the game. Mm -hmm. Um, You're just putting guys, you're setting guys up to fail essentially. Yeah. Um, That's different than, trying not to win you know organizations tank people there's a nuance there between setting a player up to fail and actively trying not to win a game and putting out a non-competitive lineup you just you know put a put shitty players in in the cleanup spot and bat guys in the wrong order you know there's no no law against that um but yeah, the Mets benefit from continuing to lose games by getting a better draft pick. So you know, like lose, you know, finishing below the Nationals is now a possibility. You don't Damn. gain anything, you know, by finishing fourth place instead of fifth place in the NL East. Uh, so expect them to figure out some creative ways to uh, limit playing time for players, and you know, it'll it'll be interesting to see how they they do this because you know Steve Cohen is trying to build something long-term and he understands what he's doing again it's not going to go out there and say lose all these games but i won't be betting on the mets very often if ever the rest of the season i will be betting against them but highly unlikely i'm going to be betting on them any at any time the rest of the season yeah that was going to be my next question for you with some of these teams that are quote unquote tanking how does that affect your philosophy of a essentially now that we kind of know who's in the hunt and who's out, how does this affect the way you approach betting some of these slates the rest of the season? Well, it's not so much the tanking aspect. Like, I think that's more of an NBA thing mm-hmm. than necessarily a, 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 an a MLB-wide phenomenon. Mm-hmm. But you see, like, a, the report that came out last night on ESPN about the White Sox from Middleton, the their lever that just got traded to the Yankees, talking about how the whole situation is a huge mess. There's no leaders. Um, everyone shows up late. There's dudes sleeping in the bullpen, which I thought was fucking cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they were complaining about. I was like, so where are you? Why are you ratting on the dude taking a nap, man? Um, <laughs> sounds like a great place to take a nap during a baseball game. Yeah. Um, but the other stuff, the the people showing up late and um, bad culture, you know, obviously that's, 
that's a, a major thing in sports. You have a good team. You know, the, the, the White Sox have some really good players, but clearly they have a massive, massive, you know, culture problem. It's not a, a well-run <clears throat> team at all. Um, stuff like that I start looking at at this point in the season more. Um, mm-hmm. The typical names, like the Pirates, um, they tend to, you know, not stop trying, but, you know, the writing's on the wall with a lot of these teams as the season kind of winds down and they're going through the motions. A lot of these guys could be checked out. But you got to be careful because, like, at the same time, you look at a team like Kansas City, and Kansas City is, like, the second-worst record in baseball. They're really bad. But just as a, a team, an organization, a culture, like, they don't quit. Like they, they, they know they're bad. They know mm-hmm. they're they're not competing, but like they're gonna go out there and try to win every game. Um, you know, you you're not gonna find as much value on certain teams. Like it's it's hard to just say, Oh, I'm gonna bet against every bad team the rest of the season. Like yeah. I was looking at the Oakland Hayes today. I was wondering outside of their series against the Rays, excuse me, uh, the Royals coming up are they actually going to be favored in a single game the rest of the season? Like, I don't expect them to. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how many how many games the the A's end up actually winning because they're going to end up historically bad, like legitimately one of the worst teams of all time. Yeah, it, I mean, it, we talked about at the beginning of the season, you, you can't put the A's win total low enough, and yet you also can't really – you, you couldn't really bet it because at that point you were betting on a historical season coming through. And here we are now wrapping up the season here and wow, they actually might do it. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's real hard, real hard to bet on them at this point. They had a little, little moment, you know, blip a week or two where, you know, they, they swept the Braves. Yeah. You know, Braves tied for best record in baseball swept by the team with the worst record in baseball. Figure that out. You know, sports, exactly all right well i mean the great gambling advice that is don't bet on the a's aside are there any other teams here that you have your eye on maybe for the week coming up yeah you got the red Sox right now um kind of a mess themselves uh you see the the comments from alex Cora's weekend yeah. and alex verdugo basically saying like yeah trade me i don't care fucking i show up when i show up I, you know seems like there's there's some stuff going on in Boston, they're 12 and a half games out of first place, which is kind of funny because, you know, 57, 54, it's respectable. You know, if they were in the NL Central, we'd we'd be talking about them being a couple games out of first place. They're, yeah. They got the same record. Or they're one game better than the better than the Marlins right now. Um, they just happen to be <clears throat> the most competitive division in baseball this year. So they're they're kind of screwed there. They're only five games out of the wild card. The Yankees are four and a half games out. So they are still alive. You know, they want to make a push. You can make a push. And this week they get four games at home versus the Royals, followed by three against the Cubs. Then a road trip to uh, Washington for the Nationals. So, like, you get a 10-game slate like that coming up. It's your chance to, to turn your season around. Like, it's a chance to jump into that wild card race you know, <clears throat> jump the Yankees, jump the Mariners, potentially you're right there with the Blue Jays. You're, you're in the hunt or you just kind of fade into obscurity. If you don't, yeah. if you don't win these next couple games, which is what's happening to the Padres right now. You know, we talked about that last week. You got to go out there, beat the Dodgers, 
Um, they got that getaway game coming up today, the fourth game, but best they could do is two and two. So, you know, I don't see any way you can look at that and say it's anything more than the draw. Um, Padres only three games out of the wild card, though. So that's the thing. After all this, they're still right still, there. You're three games out of the wild card. You got you, Darvish, you got Blake Snell, you got Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis. You know, it's it's hard for me to look at this team versus what's going on with the Marlins right now and their schedule coming up and being like, well, I think the Marlins are more likely to, to you know, end up now. Like, got the Padres, got the, the Cubs all of a sudden. Yeah. Cubs were like 22 and 30. I think at one point they were the uh, – <clears throat> they had the worst record in baseball at one point. I would say, excuse me, the worst record in the National League at one point. Um, after they were swept by the the Reds, and I think they were like twenty two and thirty at that point. Now they're tied with the Reds. Uh, you know, it's it interesting. I don't know the Reds. Reds look look good, then they look bad. <clears throat> Still don't think they have the pitching to hold on to one of these wild card spots or the division. But um, it'll be interesting. I think there's a lot of stuff up in the air. The Cubs Cubs decided not to sell. They're making a move. Mariners making a move again after having a, a bad first half of the season and Angels in a free fall. No no one still wants to win the AL Central. Yeah. A lot, lot going on. And then I mentioned the Brewers got a Jackson Ch- uh, Churio I mentioned in double A, who's just exceeding all numbers and expectations, putting up numbers that basically rival Mike Trout and Fernando Tatis for his age at that level. Um, so at this point, you kind of left with the, do you leave them in double A all year? Do you promote them to triple A? And, you know, is there a reason to promote them to triple A? Like, is, does he need more at bats, more seasoning there? I guess he could do it right now. But uh, the most likely path I see is he gets called up around August 30th, or the first week of September, which will keep him just under the service time limits for next year. So it'll still be rookie of the year eligible, mm-hmm. but he's a, 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 difference maker um a game changing bat that can make this team a uh, a potential contender come playoff time so um there's very few of those in baseball and i could i can't really think of anybody else right now who's who's seriously in the pipeline that can come up i guess uh holiday uh what's his name uh jackson holiday double mm-hmm. a for the the orioles could be aggressively promoted i don't see them doing it um, more likely he starts the year in the majors next year, but uh, Churio could be up and that would give the Brewers an added element. He's, I don't want to say better than Ellie De La Cruz, but I think he might be like, if you ask me which guy I want to start my team around, I probably am going to take Jackson Churio. It's close, but I'm probably taking Churio. I mean, that is high praise regardless. And that is definitely going to be a name to keep an eye on. Baseball card prices. That's the thing is like when I say one of these guys and you're like, nah, he can't be serious. Just go type in Jackson Churio Bowman Chrome autograph on eBay and tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) Exactly. Any other teams that you want to talk about here before we get out of here? Uh, Not much. I mean, the only thing, the Yankees, I just want to point out that the Yankees seem like a mess. Anthony Rizzo is playing through a concussion for like two months and nobody noticed. And Domingo German is showing up wasted and trying to start fights in the clubhouse. And like, it's the thing is, as I pointed out, I was like, oh, the the Marlins have the Yankees on the schedule. It's like kind of so what they're, they're, they're really, um, I don't know. It's hard. I think what, what do you say? 
I, I was going to say, did you see what happened with Herman when he showed up wasted? Did you see what they tried yeah, to do to they, him? They, they kicked him. What, what do you mean? They, they put him in the sauna or whatever? Yeah, like, let's take let's take an inebriated person and put them in an environment that's going to dehydrate them even more to get the alcohol out. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I, I did. I did get a chuckle out of that. That's That does seem just like there's, again, like, the whole the guy shitting on the white Sox and being happy he got traded to the yankees i'm like yeah. i'm not sure you are as you know you should be as excited about that as as you think but you know the yankees it's always like i said it's you know here's your here's your chance to turn the season around they're they're on this big road trip they go into to chicago they got the white Sox. they got the the marlins they got the Braves. so you know your season all comes down it's not not like this is it's not this now or never but like you want to stay in the race go and win this next 10 days but yep. not optimistic about the uh the yankees it's a outside of garrett cole it's i think you can say it's been a disappointment and you know it's hard to to say oh you're 58 and 54 and it's disappointing but the yankees are by at least i don't know anyone who thinks they're a serious contender at this point I mean, by Yankee standards, the title drought at this point has been just massive, and every season is a disappointment. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, when you have standards, it's like Yankees, Dodgers, just the the, the certain teams. It's like, yo, you don't win the World Series, it's disappointment, and they're not you're not happy being four games over five hundred. I get it. Yeah, but I don't know. I think uh, I think the Yankees are probably going to fade. I don't see them making a run. Um, but what a what a shitty clubhouse that must be with concussions and yeah throwing uh throwing drunk people in the saunas that's it's not seem like a, a a team with a lot of leaders right now no it definitely does not but anyway jason for us that is going to do it here on deep left it has been a pleasure being with you looking forward to seeing you at bet bash this week and for everybody else of course Head on to unabated.com. Get yourself signed up for a trial today. Take, check out all the awesome new college football tools that we have at your disposal for the season coming up. We've got NFL tools ready to go for you as well, including our season simulator. Get a head start on your futures bets now. Well, head start, probably not the right term to use there, but you know what I'm talking about. Get in there and start finding some value in the futures market. Preseason is here, baby. We've got football back. We've still got fantastic stuff to help you with baseball as well. Check it all out at unabated.com today. And in the meantime, Jason, best of luck this week. Best of luck to everybody. As always, let's catch those tickets. <laughs>